I was abducted by terrorist leader Joseph Kony Malaysia, the Lord Resistant Army in Northern Uganda. My life was filled with terror and trauma and self-doubt, but God showed me how to escape. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show. We're going to talk about real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. We have a special guest who grew up in Kenya. In the previous show, Okongo Samson told us about his horrific experience of being abducted as a young boy by this militant group. And he shared about the humiliating experience of being gang raped and emotionally and physically abused until his mind broke. Under the tremendous stress, he submitted to them and lost all hope, wanting to die. Every day was like a curse, and he found himself eating dead people as a militant group was cannibalistic in order to survive. Today, he's going to tell us the tale of how he escaped from this horrible situation. Just so you know, you will hear very graphic, horrific events, and listener discretion is advised. Okongo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Okongo, I mean, gosh, you know, I can't wait to hear the rest. So you were beaten down, not only physically, but also emotionally by these monsters. And you just wanted to die, literally. You said in your previous interview that you knew you had three choices. What were those three options? So as a result of the physical torture and beating that was going on, there was also emotional torture that was going on. And of course, the spiritual was at risk because I was questioning God in all other aspects. Right. And part of the physical that I really struggled with was this nonstop rape that was going on day and night by this many militia, the one who come from the front line. Oh my so my goodness. heart was broken into pieces and emotionally drained and physically drained and spiritually questioning God. So I was gripped with fear, anger, anxiety, depression, and I knew it was death. Like I said in the previous show, the people who went to the front line, my peer group, never really made it back. So I knew they were killed, and I knew that it's just a matter of time I'll be also going to the front line, and I'll die, and I'll never come back. Wow. You wanted to die, of course. Like, it was just so painful. I knew the other army would kill me and I'll die. So that was going to happen. But also while we were in the camp, I saw some of my team in the process of being raped collapse and die. They never really got mm. up. So I knew it was a matter of time I'll be mounted here and it's about that death. I tried to escape the first week that I was there and I was caught back and I saw a few oh, who took off and were trying to run quickly into the forest. They were shot and they were killed. So oh all gosh. I knew is no matter what I do, I'll die. I'll be taken to the front line, I'll die. Staying here, I'll die. If I try to escape, I'll die. Then oh. one night I said, I would rather die doing something. So one night I walked outside the entrance of the camp, the thick forest camp, and the military soldier who were guarding the gate, God, by his miracle, made them sleep. And that's how I escaped from the camp. And I walked all night to the town of Gulu. And so that is how I miraculously escaped. So you got out. They're asleep. You find yourself in the gate. And then, boom, you just make a run out of there. 
That must have been terrifying. I mean, you must have at every step of the way, probably looking behind you and like, oh my gosh, it's any moment now, right, Okongo? That's correct, because not only just that, I knew even if I escaped outside the camp, walking in the jungle and unknown, I did not know where I was. The oh animals are there in the thick forest. So I was okay with animals eating me. I was okay with them shooting me because my destiny was death either way. Wow. And somehow, miraculously, I walk all the way to Gulu and I realized, well, it's morning the next morning and God protected me miraculously. And that's when oh. I found the military and the police of Uganda. And story short, wow. they got all my details right there with the bus that was captured. And then they returned me back to Kenya. That's how I returned oh back gosh. miraculously. Oh my gosh, that must have been an amazing day. But even though you escaped the terrorists physically, you found that you could not escape this horrible trauma. For instance, the fear that gripped you whenever you saw a man. Can you tell us more about that? When I came back, yes, I escaped from this terrorist gorilla and the torture. But one thing did not escape from me. The pain, the anger, the wow. trauma, the images, the experience, but also the cry of my peer group, the team that I left behind, the voices and the painful voices never really escaped from me. So I came back oh to gosh. Kenya with all that. So I was living in fear, terror, trauma, and even to the point where when I came back, I was dysfunctional and I wasn't really walking right because of the torture. But at the same time, I was afraid of man. When I saw men coming, even when I was by the road, I thought they were coming to rape me. That is how bad I was oh until God took me to this path of healing. Wow. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, you're living in complete trauma and fear. And that's what happens to people. You know, when people go through a trauma, they are so deathly scared of it happening again. And so it totally makes sense. And I think so many people who are listening right now can really relate to that. But after you escape, how did people view you? I mean, you know, those who knew you, they knew what you went through. So were they compassionate or did they hold it against you in Kenya? No, I did not know how to share this story because I was living with shame, guilt, oh, and man. I didn't trust anyone. And so one day I trusted a few pastors who were doing outreach and then I shared with them and the whole thing was mishandled and they went to the crusade open and talked about it in <gasps> a negative way. God never called you, you, know, you shouldn't have gone. And so oh, that also no. added another layer of mistrust. So at that time, I did not trust church. I did not trust people called pastors because of the way it was handled. So that was another layer of pain. Wow. But then I met a lady called Maria, shared with me that I had your story and I was raped myself, but God will use you. And that lady spoke the word that gave me hope. You know, Africa, they like stories. Stories go all over. So everyone knew my story. Look at that boy who went to Northern Uganda, was raped, uh -huh. will be getting pregnant. So it became a bullying talk kind of a thing. Uh -huh. So anywhere I was going, my story was there. So what I did is I started countering that story by saying, at least I suffered, but God saved me. God made me escape. So I think he's there, even though I'm still questioning him. That enabled me to share the story and some people started feeling compassionate and that's where I started sharing the stage and our stories to people and then Diguna got me back again to share the God who saved me from the Lord resistant army back then. Wow. Sharing the story to the crowd, I saw God move because so many people had similar story like that, not that they were abducted, but even in their home, they've been raped by a friend, a father, <sighs> and all those kind of things. But not only just that, abuse in one way or another, because right. we have conflict in many places. And so the message of hope 
But God saved me. God did not abandon me even though I felt like that, never forsake me, even though I saw some people died, I didn't die. That started to give people hope. And that's the story that made me go from one place to another outside of Kenya. And I've been sharing the story of hope to wow. about 92 countries right now. <laughs> so it's just as a matter of sharing the power of story of God's power. Well, Congo, you know, when people go through something like this, they usually feel defeated. They feel like it becomes who they are. And what I really love is that you have a book that talks about how you overcame this trauma, which, you know, this show is so short, it doesn't talk about everything. But people can learn more from your new book called Abducted but not forsaken. Where can we find that book? It's on Amazon, right? The book is on Amazon. It's there on digital and also and audio, but also on our website at www.uniteforafrica.org. And anyone who goes to our website will get a signed copy that I signed myself. Wow. And sent to them as a gift as well. That's awesome. No, Congo, let's stop there. I want to talk more about this in our next show. But listen up, folks. You can get that at www.unite4africa.org. Congo, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hey, hang tight. I want to talk to you more right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. And... Boy, did we hear something interesting. What did you think about this? For me, I could not imagine running away through that forest at night, completely petrified that I would be shot down at any moment, or worse, caught and dragged back. And amazingly, he got set free. But was he really free? I can understand when he described that he wasn't really free in his mind and his heart, that men scared him every time he saw one. It was almost like his past trauma kept recurring in his mind again and again. Has that ever happened to you? Is there something traumatic that occurred in your past that keeps coming up again as if it is happening today? Maybe you were raped. Maybe you were traumatized by someone when you were younger and it haunts you even today. Sometimes you might be screaming inside. Will this ever go away? I want it to go away. I want to encourage you. Freedom is possible. You can be free in your mind and your heart from past hurts and pains and trauma. How? Well, Jesus talked about this supernatural secret when he said this in scripture. In John 8, 36, Jesus said, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Now, this word in Greek has a deeper meaning than what we might think of the meaning for free. 
You see, Jesus, when he was saying that, that he makes you free, he makes you truly free. And that freedom means unrestrained. You see, our past traumas can serve like ropes or restraints. They can stop us from going certain places. They can stop us from moving forward. They can stop us from talking to certain people, doing certain things, because there's a wall of fear stopping you. Jesus can set you free. He can remove those restraints so that you don't have them anymore. Imagine a life where you aren't afraid of whatever you're afraid of anymore. Imagine where you are free and you no longer have those tormenting thoughts in your mind anymore. It can happen. Jesus can set you free right now. I want to pray for you because he did it for Congo. He can do it for you. Lord Jesus, I'm praying for my friend who has been living in the past as if it's staring at them right here in the present. But Lord Jesus, show them you're here in their present. Lord Jesus, you're right here. Touch him, Lord Jesus. Wipe the pain away. Jesus, we surrender the past and we give it to you, Lord. And we receive your present moment where you're with us right now in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you were blessed by this testimony and I know your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.